0: cats and kittens welcome to the resistance broadcast i'm john hoey thank you so much for joining us today this is our discussion show and we're gonna get into the dark side we're gonna talk all about the sith not the history of the sith and what we know about the sith but whether or not they may return after the events of episode 9 post sheev post post sheev i guess you would say uh, with me in the present right now to talk about said potential future events are James and Lacey Guys, what was
1: that opening?
0: <laughs> uh, it's from the Tiger King.
1: No, I'm too I know. excited
2: about it too. I... When when she does it, she's like, "Hey, are you cool cats kittens?" Like, it's like I know <laughs> what it's from, John. It. It.
1: You're just you know like three months after the trend, and I wish people could see the beginning when you giggled to yourself.
0: <laughs> Before you did. I, it. Well, you you when it, know When why. he thought of oh, it, I actually thought,
2: "Is this the one episode <laughs> of the show where I start with John thinking of it and laughing to himself?" <laughs> yes. And then it and then it cuts to the intro.
0: Yes i mean i'm at the fate of the edit so whatever happened yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, my favorite
2: thing is when that you was think my episode nine
0: title <laughs>
1: oh jeez the fate of the edit oh jeez i mean that is con. that is very true very true yeah
0: they edit movies that's for sure um no so okay snarky you know that's so, not what i meant so uh, well he thinks that it was great and i agree I uh, uh, like hey lacy pipe down um <laughs> so i think that we should remind everyone that tomorrow is the last day to submit an apple podcast review of our podcast uh for the rate rate the resistance um july 3rd tomorrow's the last day to enter mm-hmm. and to win uh, a version of what james is wearing right now if you're watching on youtube is our red limited makes a little to happen uh t-shirt version uh, it's unavailable right now to
2: purchase. <laughs> he's
0: modeling it, he's doing doing the prices the right thing. Uh, a little jingle, a little jangle. But what you want to do is go to Apple Podcasts, find us, the Resistance Broadcast, rate us hopefully five stars. Take a screenshot, tweet it to us at RBATSWNN. Use the hashtag rate the resistance, and boom, you're entered to potentially win uh, that shirt. So uh good luck to everyone who has done it already good luck to everyone who's going to do it now and never tell you the odds because you can win we have proof plenty of people have won those as we've done them in the past uh but more so we really do appreciate everyone rating us on there it does help us show up more in searches for star wars podcasts i mean there's a new star wars podcast every day so we gotta pop up in these searches and we appreciate everyone um helping us out there by rating us on apple Podcasts, so thank you guys and don't worry come, if you-
1: come for the intros obviously
0: obviously yeah the intros are it i mean you can just hop out at this point but everyone who <laughs> who is not an apple podcast user we're gonna obviously do some more giveaways and other kind of stuff uh down the line so don't worry about that but thanks everyone uh for joining us here um how are you guys doing you guys uh feeling good yeah 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 <laughs> jinx <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> um where where are you guys at in terms of uh uh you know fourth of July, I know it's gonna be different for a lot of people this year. Do you guys have a usual thing that you would do every year for Fourth of July? Or is it just another day on the calendar? Uh James, I'm looking at you because I'm sure Lacey is gonna say no, I'm guessing. So James, did you have uh usual fourth <laughs> of July?
2: Lacey's gonna be like, uh Moscow mule uh, no. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we always get together usually with, uh, both sides of our family, mm-hmm. my wife's side and, uh, my side. And we just invite them all over to the house because, um, at that time, you know, we have a deck and we have the pool so kids can go swim in and, and we can play, you know, games and stuff in the back, uh, backyard and cook out and do whatever. Nice. And then when it gets dark, you can see we're, you know, so far away from the park where they f- do the fireworks for our city. So you can see them over oh, the house cool. top. Nice. Yes, yeah, so we don't actually don't have to leave our backyard. Um, the worst part about it is that when we moved in, it was great. And then slowly over the years, there's this tree <laughs> that's getting bigger, oh. blocking our view. And I'm like...
0: Oh man, James, do you have a chainsaw? Great,
2: yeah, I know. <laughs> or we had the, like the massive tornado that came through Dayton last year. It's like, couldn't it have taken out that one tree? One tree. Come on, never, man. never
0: the case. Lacey, do you usually do anything <sighs> for Fourth
1: of July?
2: So I have a huge party with all
1: my friends, and we just Moscow like mule you know hang out and do all these things some celebrities show up basically everyone that's anyone is at my house for the fourth of july wow that sounds good you know just that's not
2: true i said me and my family were all in my house Mm.
1: just like beers and you know those drinking games that people still play when they wish they were still in college and like what um like cornhole like anything that you would do at your house john
0: true true
1: i'm just kidding i don't do anything
2: oh hmm. we, we used to let, play lots of cornhole on uh warp tour
0: yeah it's a fun game
2: and yeah and i uh we we started a little group where we were playing by uh the aca rules
0: <laughs> get out we, of we like here. looked up all really? the
2: like, no i'm dead serious uh-huh. yeah because I mean, there's nothing else to do. Like after th- after every show, it's a it's a barbecue. Yeah. Like it's just there's nothing hanging, more rock and roll out.
0: than following the rules of a cornhole official rules of a cornhole game.
2: Well, see, that's that's the thing is that everybody else was this like house rules, whatever. Yeah, and we were like, Nah, dog. You want to get into the cornhole, you got to do it
0: right. Oof. James has been saying rules. Nah,
1: dog a lot, and I know where he got it from.
0: Well, I wouldn't see? be too proud of that because it's a lame phrase. <laughs>
1: it's okay i'm lame i have no friends i don't do anything on the fourth of july does anybody want to hang out just like tweet at me Moscow, at left. lacey Gillarin, because apparently i'm the loser on this podcast i
0: didn't even say what i do what are you talking about go I didn't ahead say what I do, what do you do story. john usually i would go out in the boat with friends and watch fireworks but now that i'm a dad i don't think we do that much really so maybe i'm the lame one twist m night Twitch. that's such a lie yeah.
1: mr i have parties every weekend what are you talking with like about like 50 people
0: i do not have parties every weekend yeah, okay. you know what i do have though segments like will of the force great
1: i wanted this one to end like two minutes ago let's go
0: <sighs> spicy this isn't a this segment so spicy lacy's very spicy today <laughs> very spicy that's good though because the sith we're gonna talk about the sith they're a little spicy so let's hop into uh uh will of the force though james what's going on i fear nothing for all this as the force wills it Will of
2: Force this week is, uh, as usual, brought to you partially by our patrons, our resistance officers who support the show. Um, you guys know that if you are tiers two through five, you can submit questions to Will of the Force. We're going to get to those here in a second. But before we get to those, I do want to take a second to thank our top tier Resistance officers, and that's our generals, right? Our generals uh, right now are Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Michael Gaines, Jetta Rosewater, Bethany, Russ Harbison, um, Ken, uh, Kendall Gilner, and Val Trichkov. Um, thank,
0: thank you, you very generals. much,
2: generals, for being who you are and doing what you do. Um yeah, so head over to patreon.com and sign up as a resistance officer. Let's get up to uh World Force. Uh, this week we got five questions. We gotta blow through them quick, right? Because we want to get to that Sith discussion. Um first one coming up here is will Lucasfilm reveal any significant details about future feature films by the end of 2020? Um, beyond uh, what we already know about Taika Waititi, writing and directing one, of course. I, anything new? Anything coming up? Um, John, what do you think? What's what's your will on this?
0: No, I don't think they will. Um, I get the idea that more and more there's not a lot of certainty about the feature films in the pipeline for Star Wars, so I don't think we're going to get any new info uh, about more movies this year
2: hmm all right well lacy what's your guess stab in the dark
1: yeah i think they will i think you know there's six months left in the year there's a lot of time to like give any detail like that's the, what the question is so it could be a title it could be concept art it literally could be any single detail towards the end of the year i just think that it's one of those things that it would be smart for Lucasfilm to give something, and I think they will because Celebration got canceled. I think that they're not going to leave fans hanging and give them no t- details till twenty 2020, twenty or twenty twenty one. Sorry, this year is so long. I have
2: lost. It's really long. The fact oh, that you just boy. said there's six months yeah. left—that's like whoa. Oh. Yeah, but that's my answer. Um, I I I really hope they do for sure. Um, right. I feel like right now they have this big open window where it's like, no, we finished our trilogy and we don't have to do anything. So they're not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think you're right about the celebration thing. Um, the only thing that, that bums me out about this is, is they don't, they don't tell you anything about the movies ever. They, they tell you that somebody has been tagged for it. The
1: Mad Libs, so like you said.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: do what
1: the mad libs thing that you had brought up where it's like or john might have where it was like untitled this person this person. yeah, yeah. so if there
2: yeah. just if there is if there is an announcement this year um which i don't think there will be but but if there is one you know it's going to be so and so is being eyed or targeted to work on this movie or whatever right and that just gives us a, 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 another idea that it's in play mm-hmm. but but uh like you were saying i just i wish they would give us a title or concept art or an era or something but sure. they just don't they never do i know so i i'm just like when i hear that i'm like man i wish i i wish they would but just nope they're never gonna do it um Man, that it, it it bums me out, John. You've been bringing this up a lot lately that I just don't understand why they just can't seem to get it together as far as like telling us stuff. But I mean, even if they just straight up instead, I don't care who's attached. If they just said, hey, we're doing we're doing this Knights of the Old Republic or whatever. Shoot. It's just that's it. It's done. dude.
0: That's, we had a heated discussion on the podcast last year about this. And it's like, I feel like you're coming around to my dark side team of. What the hell are they doing over there? Well, I, yeah,
2: I still think, I, I still think that they, that Star Wars fans generally are, they want more. Like I want them to do that, but I don't know that they're, they need to from like a business or studio standpoint. Sure.
0: Maybe All right.
2: Um, like Warner Brothers isn't telling you anything about Harry Potter, you know? That stuff's going on, but they're just silent about it. Mm, um, yeah. Well, let's do our next one. Um, this one is from Resistance Officer uh, Commander Clay Harstad. And Clay wanted to know, will Ludwig um, Ludwig Johansson, I forget how to pronounce his name, um, score a Star Wars film? John, I'm going back to you on this one.
0: I, do, um, I, do, I don't think so. Uh, I think um he's just going to do The Mandalorian. It's going to be a special, unique thing, a unique sound, a unique brand for The Mandalorian. And however many seasons it is, he's going to do the music for it. And I think that'll be it. Um, even in the documentary, he said doing a season of this feels like doing three feature films. Uh, so I think it's already a big task for him. And he's going to do three, four, however many seasons of The Mandalorian. I think that might be it. Um, and I, I think that's all I would want from from him. I, uh, I, I don't know if him switching to a film is the way to go. And I don't know if, if Star Wars films are going to change that uh, John Williams, from that John Williams vibe, like the way The Mandalorian as a show has. So I think he's the Mando guy, and then he's going to go and do other stuff
2: yep Lacey you were actually supposed to go first on this one but what do you think I'll give you the next one.
1: Oh, it's okay Um, I actually wanted to hear what John's answer was before I gave my own because my answer is actually the same exact answer I don't think he will do a, a film a couple of buddies best friends Uh, I don't think he's going to do a film because like John said Star Wars films so far have had a very specific sound music wise with John Williams or people kind of doing something similar to john williams um i just i don't know it's so drastically different his sound and it works for the mandalorian and i think john's right in that it's because it's a tv show it's a little different um so they were given that kind of ability to be different whereas i feel like the Mm -hmm. movies fall into this like kind of framework of what's expected um yeah i don't think he will
2: Um, yeah, I don't think you will either. Hey, Um, I think think you brought up, I think, (laughs) I think you guys brought up like real points (laughs) and I just, I kind of think like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I hear, I don't know. I get, I get, he did black Panther and I really like. I thought it was like creative and unique too. But I just, I was like, man, I guess I just don't know that it, it like listening to the Mandalorian. I'm like, I don't see you doing a star Wars film. <laughs> like, sure. I feel like you're doing a really good job on this live action TV show, which feels like films mm-hmm. o- often, but I, but I just don't see you being the guy to peg one of the marquee titles or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we got another one here. Will there be a romance, romance in The Mandalorian Season 2? And if so, can you guess who it might be? Lacey, you're going first.
1: Yes, there will. Uh, With the woman from that village and her and Mando.
0: Ooh. (laughs) I think
1: because, you know, we've heard rumblings that they were going back there. So it just made sense because it was they kind of hit that pretty hard in the first season. Like to the point that Gina Carano was like, look, you can stay here and be with her if you wanted to.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So I think that's going to be explored more in season two.
2: John, what do you think?
0: James, I think you a while back brought up a good point about what Lacey's alluding to. So I don't know if you're touching on that. So I, I want you to go.
2: Well, okay. I'm not sure if we're talking about the same thing or not, but that was going to be my answer for who, but my thought process on, is it going to happen in season two? I don't know because I think they could use her as a fallback in the end of the series. Mm -hmm. Um, which is like, they could go season three, season four, season five. And then like the last episode of the series is him going back and she like turns around and you're like, he's home baby back to square (laughs) one. Um, The only thing that I thought maybe you might bring up with my, like, uh, question about her is that she was, like, she knew what she was doing. Like, she had all these, like, military stuff, and it's like, how do you know this stuff? And then they never touched on it. So I kind of feel like if you... If you're going with the story that I said, then she never gets brought back up again. And I feel like because they alluded to her having some sort of history, they'll probably bring her back up again. So I'm gonna go with yes, and that she will be in season two. Especially after what Lacey said that there's rumors they're going back to that town or whatever. So Mm -hmm. what do you think, John? What are you going with? It's
0: tricky because I, I think you guys are both right in terms of who, and maybe that's the writing on the wall, and they set us up for that. Um, she almost removed the helmet. And that was that point you had made a while back, James, on the Mando fan show, where you're like, she almost removed the helmet then, but it's going to be that final episode of the show where she does it and then they're together or whatever. <laughs> and I thought that was really well done. It's a good job. But um, I'm, I'm so like, yeah, I think, like, what's a romance considered and that sort of thing? Are they going to kiss and that sort of thing? I just don't want to be the idiot who says no when it's probably going to happen but I'm going to say no just to make will the force fun because I think they may play the long game on this and maybe they'll build it up a little bit more uh and and mm-hmm. leave it for a, a later later time.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Commander Zukis had a question for us guys and Commander Alex Zukis said, "When will" he's kind of pulling a fast Trucky. one on us. When will we see a trailer for The Mandalorian? And uh, I think we should play a little game here where we all take a guess on when we're going to see that trailer. What do you think? No, when maybe no bets. I don't know be. about bets. Just, you know, the handshake agreement. See who gets
0: closest. No pie bet.
1: When celebration's going to be? Or was going to be?
0: Is that a question
2: or is that an answer? No,
1: that's my my answer. What's your date? Pick a date.
2: That's your answer.
1: (laughs) The Thursday before (laughs) when celebration was going to happen so that it gets the press that it wants. So August
0: 27th. Yes. Okay. I am going to say August 28th.
2: <laughs> See, this is why it's dumb because I think we all know that That's it such was it was already right. lined up, right? Shenanigans.
0: Yeah, yeah but I went. Yeah, it, it's a little bit, but I sniped you. It's also August twenty eighth is my 26th. best friend's birthday. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> August twenty eighth.
2: No, I'm just joking. I said August twenty sixth oh, would obviously be okay. ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. You don't want to do a Wednesday. No.
1: They wouldn't release it on a Wednesday. All right.
2: So so the game the game's off. I think we all agree that, oh, that the, the weekend or or that time frame when celebration was gonna happen, whatever they planned, that's still on. Mm-hmm. Um because celebration or no celebration, that thing wa- is on the schedule for uh GMA talk and all, all this other stuff, right? mm-hmm so there there's there's no doubt you're getting that trailer right around celebration regardless um i am kind of curious though what that means for the question we had earlier about future films and stuff maybe those things would have been announced at celebration and because they don't have to maybe they move on but also like i said maybe they have the press all lined up so we're getting that stuff around that time anyway but
1: if i was at lucasfilm i'd spread it out you have the time, why not just spread it out? Yeah.
2: But you, but Mandalorian has to be that time frame because the season two is dropping that fall, right? So that's I'm the, saying one the thing other you stuff have to, yeah. you have to go with, yeah. yeah. Yep, all right. Um, all right, here's the last question for Will of the Force Will the Sith return after episode nine? So this is yes or no, and then we can go into the full on discussion. Uh, John, what do you think?
0: Yes. lacy
2: yeah i think they will
0: that's your best sith voice
2: i'm not doing a sith voice (laughs) uh you you know me and apple like craig federighi said at wwdc 2019 no
0: a big slam with a big period that's good for the discussion all right yeah (laughs) I don't get uh, that reference,
2: but... (laughs) For Will of the Force. No, I know.
0: All right, discussion time. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Will the Sith return after episode nine? Look, guys, the Jedi thought that the Sith were extinct for a millennia. According to Kiadi Mundi in the prequels, uh, Rey may have killed Palpatine and destroyed the Sith, In Episode nine representing all the Jedi but can they return is the question Uh, no one's ever really gone in Star Wars right so let's put our theories and speculation hats on and have some fun talking about a potential return for the Sith and Star Wars stories that take place after episode nine Um, so not so much will we see the Sith again in future Star Wars content we're talking timeline post episode nine can the Sith make a return Uh, so this discussion idea spawned in my head when I saw um, some article from some site, and like a like just going through Google or whatever that said the rule of two like ruined the Sith for Star Wars or something like that or whatever, and I was like, ah, whatever. So my idea behind it is, I think the Sith can return in a way that. You'll have this like rebellious version of the Sith that goes and breaks the Rule of Two and breaks everything that came before it that led to its demise. So all that stuff that Darth Bane put in place um, f- that he thought would be good for his version of the Sith uh, gets shattered. And you could have like 10 Sith just running through the galaxy and, and it could be just this chaotic thing more than the what we're used to where it's like the Master and the Apprentice, the Palpatine, the Vader, and and all down the line. Um, So I think it definitely could be a way to bring them back and it could enter uh, an aspect of unpredictability into it because everything we know from all these visual dictionaries, these encyclopedias, the history of canon, the history of Palpatine, the history of Darth Bane, all the Sith down the line uh, can be washed away because you may have these people saying, this is what the Sith is now. Uh, and still have that Sith brand on it and make it familiar for Star Wars. So that's where I'm at, and I, I think it's possible that Rey may have to encounter that. Um, I know, James, you said no. Lacey, you said yes. So, Lacey, why don't we get the yeses out of the way, and then we get got to bring in James with the no. So what? what's your initial thought when you uh, approach this idea?
1: My initial thought was that you can't have Rey being a Jedi with no one that at least matches her in strength and power on the dark side without having the sith like i'm not sure what that would look like um and it wouldn't really be the story of star wars right like good versus evil good guys versus versus bad guys if it wouldn't be the same if you had ray going on adventures and, and trying to defeat some evil presence if they weren't strong in the force like she was like it would just be boring like She would just be, like, an overpowerful person that would always, you know, get her way, basically. Like, there has to be some check, whether it's a good or a bad one, you know? Mm -hmm. So, my thought was that it just makes sense to bring the Sith back. But, like you said, do it in a way that's different, that's never been seen before. uh, Because, you know, they did fall back on stuff that we've seen with Palpatine. So... I think with the introduction of Snoke, we were like, what does this mean? Who is this? Like, Mm -hmm. where is this going? And then it fell back on Palpatine, which we already knew and we kind of had an understanding of. So I think there's always going to be bad people in the world and in the Star Wars galaxy. That's not going to go away just because you defeat one person. So you have to imagine that even though Palpatine was pulling the strings on a lot of stuff, there were other people more behind the scenes that were... Bad, if not just as bad as Palpatine, that are just waiting for him to get out of the way.
0: Okay, that so that's that's a fair point because Snoke was not a Sith, neither was Kylo Ren, but Palpatine made Snoke. So right. is that a product of Sith then? So that that's an interesting thing. So, so James, are you, where are you at with this? You said no uh, as our appetizer for mm-hmm. Will the Force. Uh, why aren't the Sith coming back after Episode Nine? Is it just boring at this point, or do you have a bigger reason?
2: Well, you guys have convinced me I've changed my mind. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was going to say, that was a first. Um,
2: no, I see. That's the thing is, like, um, I see some of the points. Like, L- Lacey, you brought up it doesn't feel like Star Wars if it isn't Jedi versus the Sith, right? Mm-hmm. But, in a, in a, and I'm like, man, that that's true. That's true. What are they going to do? But then, like, even as kind of you're explaining it, you're like, you know, I still think the dark side is the dark side and will always be the dark side. And you can keep the Jedi because they're the core, but, you know, as John explained, Snoke was not a Sith and neither was Kylo Ren and we were totally cool with that yeah. for Force Awakens. Yep. Like, it did not matter. They were like, oh, the Sith are done. We know they're done. This is the darkness. The The dark side of the Force still is is there. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there, just like you said, that could be... um." still waiting for Palpatine and that whole thing to just kind of play itself out. Um, And even people who are like, we know the Sith eternal, right? They're loyal to the Sith. And yet it seems like they killed all those people off. I think my biggest argument for this is I feel like, you know, that kind of thing where they're like, well, there was the death star. And then they're like, well, just kidding. We're bringing the death star back. Mm-hmm. And then even, even then after that was done, they still were like, Let's do the Death Star again. It gets to a point where you you go, stop. Like, I'm not buying it anymore. I want to see something else. I want to see something different. And I feel like they kind of did that with the Sith. In episode six, they told us the Sith were done. That's it. They were killed off. It's over. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then they tricked us and they brought him back. But I feel like the point of bringing him back was to... Even more so, give Ray the the nail in the coffin that's on the fair. Sith, and that's it. If you try to tell me that they're bringing back the Sith again, I'll still love it because it's Star Wars and I'm a Disney show. But <laughs> I'm like, come on, you know? That's fair. Like, look, let's let's get into the 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 other stuff. Like, let her be a Jedi. Let her spread. The, the knowledge of the Jedi and the wisdom and maybe even do it in her own way and not like so much the ways that they were doing before, whatever you want to tell but to say that aha, there was another Sith out there that was doing this thing and I, I'm like, come on, just can't we just stop? Alright, but but that's, that that's how that, I feel.
1: But at the same time you could say the same thing about Rey being a Jedi you're like, come on, the Jedi have been done so many times Why is she still a Jedi?
0: Why can't she just be a good force user? Right. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. And, you know, James, I'm going to push back a little on the Kylo Ren thing from a... um,
1: They said he was a Sith, though, I thought.
0: No. See, here's the thing. So it's a matter of circumstance for Kylo Ren because he was a Sith fanboy. He had Darth Vader's poster on his wall. He I'm talking
1: the- about the marketing leading up to The Rise of Skywalker was very, he's the leader of the Sith They troopers. had his action figure do the
0: Sith pulse or whatever. Like, yeah, yep. they were they're alluding to it a bit, I guess. But he was never a technically confusing. a Sith. <laughs> right. But, you know, he was obsessed with the Sith. Uh, he had the Darth Vader artifacts and he was obsessed with his grandfather. And I'll finish what you started implies to me, you know, that that sort of sure. journey. Would he have been a Sith if Palpatine allowed Snoke to have become a Sith? So is it that whole chain reaction where because Snoke wasn't, Kylo Ren couldn't be because he was his apprentice, and Snoke wasn't because Palpatine was going to allow him to be usurped by this creation of Snoke? Which leads me to, I need to know more about Snoke's manifestation, how he was made by Palpatine, I guess. True. You know, that sort of thing. So I'm going to push back a little there, but... You make a great point about the over usage of it. The only thing that makes me think that you got to bring the Sith back is because it has such a long history. They were extinct if the Jedi were right and they, they came back. But also you got to have, like Lacey said, that dark side presence to fight against the Jedi who Rey is. And you have to assume Rey may... Train new people to become Jedi. um, I hope it's Finn using the the teachings. Me too. Using the teachings from the books, which may have um, the Jedi that we knew from the prequels kind of lost the way on that with their dogmatic focus on the control of uh, the Republic. But I look at the High Republic, and what they're telling us now is you're going to have the Jedi, and it's a time of peace, and the the only adversary is going to be these pirates and that sort of thing. And I don't know if that does it for me. as a as a big villain the, the next darth vader the next you know fill that role like we talked about star wars as a villain problem but by having a gang of pirates be like the bad guys so i think you need a heavy dark side presence uh and which leads me right back to the sith because you need those lightsaber battles you need those force battles and uh, like lacy said if you have the jedi and they're back and ray is the jedi uh you need that balance and i feel like the sith is that balance so it's, it, I don't know, it's tricky to me. And a lot of it's thinking about the marketing and like they need to have that, but the lightsabers and all those traditional stuff still kind of weaved in there without relying on the names anymore. Mm-hmm.
2: So I feel like, I feel like definitely don't forget that when we're talking about um, the High Republic era, they are fighting pirates. They are fighting smugglers they are fighting hut clans and cartels and other things like that armada but the sith are still around in that time frame they don't know it in the shadows they could be pulling they could be pulling a lot of strings so you still could tell stories of the sith and the high republic they're just not blatantly jedi versus sith it's more like jedi versus bad things and they're trying to sort out why it sucks (laughs) um now the other thing that I was gonna to say too is is don't underestimate just plain old pirates and other things like that. And I know you guys aren't necessarily the biggest Thrawn fan, but and 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 I none of us were around really in this era paying attention to Star Wars, but I'm sure that many Legends fans and people who have been around for a long time and paid attention to the books and stuff did recognize when in in the 90s when somebody came along and they told a story about someone who was an adversary who didn't even have force powers but just use of his intelligent and his strategic power it's like government and political power can really be a weapon that they have to go up against it doesn't always have to be mystical um they will tell you that 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 villain was brought into the star Wars world and accepted pretty heavily as like, no Thrawn. That's that's star Wars. This is, this is new star Wars. This is what happens to star Wars after the mystical Sith are gone. And given the opportunity for a big name director or something like that to tell a story Uh, on that level about a villain who is just so smart and meticulous and just intriguing in that way that he doesn't have to like, like a, like a Loki kind of like he's not using his strength. Really? He's using his character and his personality is his planning is the, the villainous that they're like, it's tough. Like the stuff that he unraveled, we have to fight off using our strength and our ability, but at the end of it, it's all being masterminded by someone who doesn't have to be force-driven. Um, and I, I would be open to a story like that. But, But like I said, I mean, it's very easy for them to pick it up and be like, yeah, all the Sith are gone. There's not a single Sith, but I'm into the Sith, and I like the Sith, and I'm going to read this book on the Sith, and maybe I could be the person that starts the Sith again. So there you go. They were done. Then somebody else picked it up. I don't know. They could do it. But doesn't doesn't that feel kinda cheap?
0: Hmm.
1: I just feel like that it has to be a Jedi with the force against someone that's bad with the force. Like, yeah, you can have the political stuff and they can have like even if you look at someone like um like Loki had powers, obviously. And then you have someone like Thanos who didn't necessarily have powers, but like all his f- people had powers that were doing all the work for him. So, like, no matter what, there has to be somewhere in the power structure, someone with powers to combat Ray, because they can't just be someone that's like, ah, yes, I'm going to take away your ability to vote in the Senate, Mm -hmm. and then that's it. Like, Palpatine used a whole army that he created because people feared him, but then he also had people underneath him that had power, like Anakin, Darth Vader.
2: So, yeah. So, like, say, so say Palpatine. Palpatine is a Sith, right? He has power. Sure. But let's just pretend for a second he wasn't and he was just Palpatine, the human, right? Sure. It, with using his plan, he still could have executed all of the Clone Wars. He still could have executed and controlled all of the Inquisitors, you know, who weren't Sith, but they were dark side force users with. With lightsabers and stuff, mm. i I don't know it it gets tricky, um but it also reminds me of what Chirit says in Rogue One uh, where he says, "Does he look like a killer?" Cassian doesn't have any force, but the dark side surrounds someone
0: mm-hmm.
2: a, a person who's about to kill, and so you think of the dark side rising as a bunch of just evil people. Regardless, that's the dark side, and it's
0: coming. It's that's fair, and it's 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 definitely tricky because you don't want to rehash. Um, you don't want the Death Star Four version of Sith, you know. Right. Um. And I'm thinking, you know, they could pull a quasi bloodline angle where you have people trying to expose Rey to the galaxy, like that's sure Palpatine's granddaughter, like. She is too powerful. She is darkness. Don't be fooled. Like fear her. Yeah. Yeah. And they could try to coup and try to like do that sort of thing. And that could be the manipulating type of adversary. But I still feel like you need that big, heavy dark side type of presence. We need that new villain. And what if instead of the marquee name, which is like the Vader or the Palpatine, Someone from like the chosen one falls to the dark side, or I am the ultimate you know Sith Lord and all that stuff. What if it's like a, a Ray version on the dark side, who like sort of came from nothing but was born into the dark side without any kind of ties to anyone that came before them, and it's just this weird sort of uprising as a a, a random a nothing. Or a right, bunch someone of with like a that. bad
1: childhood or something like any type of comic yeah, book villain like, that has some a, type of backstory. Yeah,
0: yeah, like the, the, the like the, the
2: Rainmaker the, in Ryan Johnson's story. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know, but Do you know what I'm talking about. I can't think of the name of the movie. Is it's it Looper? Time one Looper. Looper. Yeah. Yeah the whole story is about trying to stop the rainmaker oh, yeah, and you right. you realize the rainmaker is like with you the whole time. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I don't know. I think th- I'm just looking f- at different avenues they could explore while still introducing this reintroducing the Sith in a fresh way. Cause like we say, they're clearly continuing with the Jedi, um, with Rey. She's not I abandoning think, that. So.
1: Right. And also Sith are just in everybody's vocabulary. Like, if you were to ask anyone that's seen a Star Wars, you're like, okay, good guys, bad guys, Jedi, Sith. So it's like, it would make sense to continue continue using that terminology.
0: And they could say, you know, destroying the Sith could have been destroying the Sith as it was currently constituted, being the rule of two Sith, or the Sith that was completely uh, uh, log jammed by Palpatine. Uh, like once he gets destroyed, maybe that doesn't destroy the Sith. Maybe that frees the Sith in a different sort of way into the galaxy. Like, or or, or does spreads that,
1: his energy into the galaxy. Or does a different yeah. type
0: of force awakening right. of dark side users who were just completely innocent people who uh, felt something and, and, and they become the new representation or manifestation of the darkness. Like there's a lot of things they can do with returning the Sith without it being just, um, here's the right. new Vader with a black mask on, or, you know?
2: Right, yeah. right. I'm laughing because I'm picturing they, they they do get Oscar Isaac back one for just for one movie just so he could say, uh, "Our our darkest fears have happened. Somehow the Sith have returned." <laughs> <or whatever>. Again, <laughs> he just yeah. drops his line. They're like, oh. so," um, no, I mean, look, I I, I think you guys are you're open to leaning in the direction that I'm leaning. You're like, Oh, his spirit goes out there and, and it, and it causes all this darkness and stuff. But then you just want to call it the Sith. And I'm like, I don't think they need to do that. I think they could just go on like evil and dark and the dark side. And because I think that even though the Sith is a thing, remember the Sith is only a thing since the prequels. So the original trilogy just was like Jedi, versus the dark side don't go to the dark side the dark side was the bad place it just so happened that vader and the empire and all that that was the dark side even maz refers to um you know that as the first order the empire it, it's it's not even about like a special religion where there's only like two people alive at a time dark side can be so much bigger than that um but uh, but now now i'm if, if if I'm even remotely winning you over I'm about to lose you trust me. <laughs> I'm going to pitch a crazy idea. What if we get what if the next trilogy is the story of Rey falling to the dark side and she's the villain and she's part of the dark side and the Jedi whoever they bring in to be, you know, the main characters of that storyline? are the people that ultimately win her back after the third movie and they save her. And then it's not the Sith. It's just her falling to her problems and her issues that they explored in the original trilogy. But that's her to core and they bring her back.
0: Talk about redoing things.
2: Fair. Fair. But I mean, that's the same as Luke, right? You know, you had this idea of where, what he was going to be and then they decide to go into, yeah, but years later, after you think you got it all solved, the end of the day, she still was dealing with it. Yeah, and I hated you know? that. She's so. a Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right,
0: well. can we get a Jedi that just stays on the good side, please? You know? Kenobi. I'm not saying Luke didn't, but I'm saying right. like through each trilogy it's like yeah anakin he fell and then you have kylo ren he fell vader is doing his thing he came back ben comes back at the end of this one to the light then if ray falls to the dark side it's gonna be like well i'll tell you what i'm gonna skip the rest of this movie i'm gonna skip the second movie i'll watch the 20 minutes of the third movie and she'll probably die and come back to the light sacrifice (laughs) themes
2: yeah i was kind of thinking that she would be like saved and then like be okay like they don't kill her like I think Ray's temptation
0: already it, happened with Palpatine and she rejected it so she crossed her challenge thing already she's now in I think her temptation
1: uh, already happened with Ben
0: yeah, throughout the the whole, yeah whoever yeah whoever you want to say I guess yeah yeah like he's
1: fair. the one that tempted her more than anyone else not Palpatine or Snoke or anyone she was very adamant she didn't want to go with Snoke she said she wanted know, to take yeah, Ben's hand
0: can. yeah No, for sure. But then she's faced with all those dark powers in The Rise of Skywalker when she finds out who she is. And then she has to reject um, not just the temptation, but also the uh, lineage. Sure. Um, So a lot of challenges that she overcomes. So it'd be weird for me if those two people didn't turn her that some rando is going to be like, hey.
1: Especially Ben. (laughs) If she was going to turn, she would have turned for him if she was going to.
0: Want to come to the dark side? Like she's like, who are you? Mm. He's like, I don't know, but what do you think? She's like,
1: Yeah, she would um, I never already. thought
0: about it like that before. Okay, <laughs> you know, kind of
2: random too. But that whole that that scene of you know her almost going with him, like I wanted to take your hand, but I wanted to take Ben's hand, kind of thing, even reminds me of um you know the clone Clone Wars that just happened. Like Ahsoka agrees to go with Maul and help him. That and, was weird. <laughs> I. I that makes sense to me. Uh, it, 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 he he says we need to go defeat Palpatine, and she's like, I agree. Let's go. Let's go kill the dark side. Yeah. And then it is she says, but on one condition. Tell me what what's the deal with Anakin? And he's like, Oh well, Anakin's bad, yeah. and so that's what causes her to be like, No, I'm not going with you, Maul, because I still believe he's good. Yeah. So I I get that, and I understand why she would she would agree to go with him, other than the fact that he's a bad guy but in this case he's a bad guy saying i we we need to kill the real the real bad guy right yeah it's almost like you which know, is what ben said in the rise of, of skywalker.
1: Friend, skywalker he's like i need you to help enemy me of
0: your enemy yeah yeah but but it's like and i don't want to go you know look back too much more but now that i'm thinking like her hesitation was there because that same situation happened with snoke where he's like help me defeat Snoke and then they beat all those guards and then she's like alright let's go now that you're on the good side and he's like no 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 yeah. no I'm gonna start a new thing and we're gonna be baddies like big baddies and we're gonna forget the Sith forget the Jedi we're starting a new deal take my hand she's like screw you man I'm out and then the you know in Rise yeah. of Skywalker it happens again she's like I want to take your hand Ben's hand not you the you
2: good the good you guy creep. the good guy who just defeated Snoke with me right
0: yeah, yeah right yeah um. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's an interesting thing to talk about. I don't have any more really points on it. I just think, I think we all agree. Maybe I'm wrong that we do think that um, Daisy Ridley is going to come back as Ray for right. movies at some point down the line. Are yes. we all in agreement yeah. with that? Yeah. And then we didn't even bring so. up like you brought up barely Lacey, which I didn't even think of is like the Finn factor. Do they, you know, it's, Now is no better time than ever to make John Boyega a Jedi after all the flirting with him with the lightsaber in the first one and then he had the Force powers in the third one and then him being like a a real Jedi in real life at this point with all he's doing. But uh, that's an interesting thing to explore too.
1: I'd love that for him.
0: He would love that. Yes. So we got the light. He definitely wants to come back. (laughs) Oh, I think he would come back without a doubt. But... So we got the light side cover, but it's that whole again, you know, that thing we talk about on the podcast a lot is like does Star Wars have a villain problem? And I don't know. Maybe maybe Sith is the villain problem. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Lacey's wrong. Maybe James is right. But um curious. Do you have any final thoughts on this, guys?
1: Bring back Vader. <laughs> just
2: bring back, yeah,
0: bring, just, bring back <laughs> just throw James's, it all out. James's episode nine Zombie <laughs> Vader. Uh, bring pick. back
2: Vader. Hey man. <laughs> yeah. He's I saw like, some artwork of like a cyborg made a Vader mistake. the other day and I was like <laughs> Made a mistake
0: <laughs> Who made a mistake? No, oh go. Vader yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's like now I'm gonna Really yeah. finish what I started
0: Then they bring JJ back And he's like I'm just gonna troll the fans who Hate me and I'm gonna do like a guy who's i I'm sorry of w- Vader. who is that? JJ?
1: Yeah who? I don't recognize That voice
0: Oh, oh, you want me to do the JJ voice?
1: You can't give a JJ story without doing the voice.
0: Well, I was telling it in the third person, not like if I was JJ.
1: Nope, not on this show.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know if I feel up to doing JJ today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they hate me anyway,
0: so I'm just going to, uh, 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 uh i bring back Vader and, uh, it's going to be great though. It's going to be different. It's going to be, uh, a, a different kind of Vader, uh, uh, a passionate Vader, uh, a Vader with a project and, uh. It's gonna be a lot of heart, uh, a lot of breathing, uh, uh, a lot of mechanical breathing. I, don't know. I just can't wait for you to see it. It's gonna be great. incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, James. Any final thoughts on this? Obviously, you're still steadfast that you think no more Sith. I,
2: I think that is as, as much as you know. The sequel trilogy did do that whole like Force Awakens like member berries thing like yeah Star Wars you know Star Wars it's the movies i'm I'm still in that world of you know I read the comics and I read the books and i I play the video games and i am open to the idea of them going and exploring different things. That's one of the reasons why i'm I'm hopefully and and looking forward to that Ryan Johnson thing where they just like explore something completely different and and I will likely hopefully be there to embrace and argue for the fact that that's still star Wars, just because it doesn't have Jedi and, and Han Solo in it, you know, um, it's still star Wars because, you know, this galaxy is big and it's all about adventure. And like you were saying earlier, John, um, on past episodes, it's all about tone, right? Yeah. The tone of star Wars is the most important thing about star Wars. It's not about, um, a character or any specific prop. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I, I definitely still kind of stand on the hope that they that someone out there in the, in their mind, you know, they when they were, uh, you know, twenty years old and they were watching the sequel trilogy, they didn't know that, um, when they were thirty years old, they were going to be the person who was going to be writing that story or whatever, That's um, that fair. gets to, that gets to tell about what the galaxy looked like looks like when the Sith are gone, but darkness is always existing
0: so yeah. i don't know cool. Lacey. uh any any final words here on this nah <laughs> Nah. <I'm dead. laughs> uh just the finn must be a jedi yes right? and, um, and i hope bring daisy comes bring back. back yeah so you know my my last thing on this is that it it's it gives me a sense of like positivity to think of ray coming back but daisy to start anew without being have um baggage tied to like Mark Hamill and and Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, and you know, not my character thing. Like she gets to, this is finally her, her deal. It's not the passing sure. of the torch trilogy. Now it's hers and what they could possibly do. Maybe that is something that's going on behind the scenes at Lucasfilm. Because like Pablo Hidalgo said, maybe you won't see what I'm working on now for 10, 15 years. Maybe they are doing everything they can to try to come up with the new Vader. What is the new mm-hmm. villain? Maybe it has nothing to do with the Sith, like you say, James. Maybe it does. Maybe it's a different manifestation of it. So a lot of this could be something that these discussions that they're having to actually make the stuff when we're just here having fun podcasting about it. But um, let us know what you guys think in all the comments, whether that's on YouTube or if you want to hit us up on Twitter at RBATSWNN. Do you want the Sith to return? Do you think the Sith will return after episode nine? Will it be different? Would it be the same? I think we're all set with Palpatine but maybe something else could happen or like James said maybe nothing at all and we get into uh, brand new territory either way it'll be Star Wars and uh, hopefully we'll love it but speaking of Twitter you guys uh, love to make us giggle around these parts and Lacey is going to uh, help uh, steward us through that segment right now Lacey
1: yeah it's time for Resistance Transmissions (laughs) So the way that this works is every week, John puts up a crazy wacky situation and you guys give your answers via Twitter at RBATSWNN with the hashtag resistance transmissions. Um, And then I read them on the show. I haven't read these. I don't know what the scenario is. So let's get into it. All right. So the situation is that... (laughs) Boba Fett is sitting in a theater in 1977 to see himself on screen in Star Wars, only to find out his scene was cut. I added the emphasis because there's an exclamation point. Uh, he vows to never act again. What does George Lucas say to Fett to convince him to return for Empire?
2: I, you know, it's funny. Reading the question, I was like, he got his date wrong. Like, you were reading the question, it's like Boba Fett sitting in the theater in 1977 to see himself, and I was like, oh, John got the date wrong. That was 80. But. But, then, it kept going.
1: (laughs) All right, first up is John Reese at John S. Reese. Hi, John. And he said, you'll be the most famous character ever to do nothing. Just look cool, three minutes of work, Max, but super cool, Dope jetpack.
0: <laughs> I love when pe- I don't know, I, you know, I know a lot of Boba Fett fans out there, but I love when people dog on Boba Fett for doing nothing.
1: He doesn't really do much. <laughs> Next is Adam Odel at Odel Adam who said, "Boba, what if my scenes don't survive the Empire strikes back at it?" They're worth a lot to me. George, the Empire or I mean, Lucasfilm will compensate you if they're cut. Nice. <laughs> Next is Scott Gibson at Scott Gibby, who said, "If you stick around, I promise in forty years someone will paint your helmet silver and put it on a new character, <laughs> and that has nothing to do with you. It'll be epic." <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> well great, done, not Scott. Wrong. Next is Kevin Lewis at Thrawn Zon Fan, and he said, "Quote: <laughs> I am altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further."
0: Nice. There you go. Nice.
1: Next is Blog of the Hut, at Blog of the Hut, who said, quote, look, Boba, we've got this holiday special thing. It's a passion project. (laughs) You can have a starring role. It's going to be incredible. Everyone's going to be satisfied. Boba walks away. J.J. Abrams takes off his George Lucas disguise (laughs) and turns to Lucas, who is hiding around a corner. J.J., was that okay? Can I direct the next Star Wars now? George, eh. Maybe the seventh one.
0: <laughs> I, I thought that was great. <laughs> that is good. I like that.
1: Next is Jacob Hopper at Captain Hopper. Cap. So Captain Hopper. And Jacob said, I can bring you back warm or I can bring you back cold.
2: Ooh. Uh-huh.
1: George's like, I've We're got threat. flannel on.
2: I'll bop you in the head. Uh, and then he pulls out like a Van Wilder. He's like, Write that down. Yeah.
1: Yeah, (laughs) And last but not least is Mark at the kind of vacants. There he is. Duh underscore kind underscore awakens. And he said, George, listen, I'll put an animated version of you in the holiday special. I'll give you an interesting gun. Boba Fett. Cool. And that'll be canon, right? George. not Not really.
2: Yeah. Oh, so good. Someone's been watching the gallery yeah. episodes. Yeah.
1: Guys, thank you so much for your answers. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN. Every week, John puts up a crazy scenario, and you guys give your answers. And the most creative, <laughs> funny, interesting answers get on the show. And we talk about your handle, and it's fun, and you make me giggle sometimes. And yeah, back to you, John.
0: Thank you all so much for listening and watching and being a part of the resistance. We hope everyone out there is doing well. Um, I know it is uh, pretty crazy and a lot of people are going through a lot of stress and uh, hopefully everyone's staying healthy and safe and doing what you need to do to help us all get through this craziness going on in the world. But we're glad you stopped by the base to uh, escape because that's why we love doing this. Uh, And your support Mm -hmm. is a big deal with that. So I want to thank everyone for, being a part of this make sure you do subscribe to the show if you haven't yet you can do that on youtube uh apple podcast soundcloud spotify whatever uh audio app you prefer um just do us a favor though if your service or whatever has a rating or whatever Give us a rating on there. Whatever you got to do uh, to help us out, um, especially, again, the uh, Rate the Resistance is still going on on Apple Podcasts. So rate us five stars, take a screenshot, tweet at us at RBATSWNN using hashtag Rate the Resistance, and you can submit those until tomorrow and maybe when one of those makes it a little too happen red shirts that you can no longer get at teespring.com slash stores slash resistance broadcast. We have um, our brand-new Gary the Pork design is out it is been revamped and he is out and about uh proudly wearing his poor costume uh gary being uh carrie fisher's dog the french bulldog so we love that design uh, a lot of other stuff that makes all the two happen shirts uh all the other cool stuff we have most of them designed by uh james right over there um uh make sure you go to starwarsnewsnet.com everybody every day for all of your star wars news reviews editorials information and more um You guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. James?
2: Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Meyer Trunks. Pretty easy. I'm always there.
0: uh, Always tweeting. recently put out the book discussion for Shadow Fall, the Alphabet Squadron 2 on the YouTube channel, which is just another example of why you should subscribe to us on YouTube. if you haven't yeah
2: if you haven't read that book and you don't plan on it, then go check out uh we did a discussion on it, but also we did another video that talks about what happened in the story. so you can keep up with your canon without even needing to keep up with the canon. We try to go into as much detail as we can, but we're giving you just the the plot basically what happens
0: yeah i mean i I watched the spoiler video and it uh, certainly helped me out a lot um lacey what uh what's going on with you where where can people? See your, your funny musings and, and whatnot.
1: People can find me on Lacey's Outpost. On, yes, sometimes on <laughs> Instagram and Twitter at Lacey Gillarin.
0: Lacey, if will you, <laughs> you're going to say no, I bet. Will you get <laughs> the baby Yoda bop it and do a Lacey's Outpost?
1: <laughs> if you want me to, I could do it. All right. It'll be incredible.
2: Incredible. Chris. She's going to lose because every time Bop-It comes up, she won't she do it. She won't want to bop go, him Ahh. on the head. Yeah.
0: Um, we hope everybody enjoys your weekend. Um, remember, the Mando fan show is no more dough until this fall dough. So... <laughs> I don't know why You're I just such said that. A loser. It's so stupid. It really is. Gordo, my favorite. No character. I hope everyone what? has a wonderful fourth of July on Saturday. Um be safe though, because we want to get through sad? all this stuff together. Uh so um wear your American flag masks and uh do that sort of thing. But we hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh as you know, we'll always be back here with you on Monday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. So we'll see you around, kids.